0: This is indeed episode 145 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network, your number one stop for all your wrestling podcast needs. I am your host, the professional, NJ3. I'm joined here in a duo that never, the internet never saw coming. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? The J-Team, they me. all we, wanted. <laughs> we share the same name. We do not share the same bloodline, but we are brothers <laughs> from other mothers. <laughs> Nick, good morning on this Saturday. Top of How the morning,
1: doing? buddy. I am okay. How about yourself? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. You know, it's nice to be another day, you. another
0: dollar. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one on Saturday, not to run out of the house at seven in the morning to set up a tent in 20 degree weather. That's a good thing. It's a very good thing. <laughs> it's a very good thing. All right. Uh social medias. We got them. I want you to follow them, like them, uh, interact with us. You can find us on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Zs. on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at WrestleBuzz. You can find us anywhere where you can download podcasts by simply searching the WrestleBus Podcast Network. And you heard that right. The network. There's multiple shows in the network. We have from the top road podcast with Gurge Brooms, where he breaks down um top stories in wrestling, all of wrestling. Promo of the week, wrestling of the week, moment of the week, male superstar of the week, all that great, great stuff. Gurge is a fantastic listen. He's a great top guy. Much. And you can Follow him for, at From the Top Roll Podcast, or if you want to follow his personal life, which he does really cool shit, at I Hate Gerge Brooms. We also have Project Kayfabe with Joe and Quade, where they they do a lot of fun stuff. Man, those guys are uh, they really love wrestling. They love playing trivia. Um, they're, they're watching the TNA run of the Hulk Hogan run, which they got. They, go they go
1: deep. They go deep. They absolutely do
0: go deep. Um, you could follow them at uh, Project Underscore Kayfabe um on social media great great listens we provide you different perspectives um from wrestling but the topic is wrestling and it's always a good topic to talk about all we ask you to do is leave a five-star rating and review on apple podcast and spotify it helps with the algorithm for all three shows because we are on the network right so we definitely need your help it's all about the and brand it's free, and it's free <laughs> to do baby free to do uh sponsors nerd focus it is that energy think drink for your mind body and soul nerd focus is with the drink that we drink here at the podcast so we want you to drink it with us all we do is ask you to do is go to our social media link in our bio use that link to shop nerd focus use the code n d 20 at checkout never pay full price for nerd focus always get 20 percent off that's how we fight inflation here at the wrestling journal podcast <laughs> um buy two or more and you get free shipping the paper champion fantasy wrestling done right, the paper champion for all your fantasy wrestling needs. Right now, we are in a heated race for the top spot. Joey is tightening up, it's tightening, powers, it's tightening it's up, chief. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, I am, I believe, last time I checked, the United States champion. I am, oh Olsen boy, theory. I was in his division now. I am Austin Theory, <laughs>
1: it's
0: great. So, uh, hopefully, that means I just have a successful run to Mania and I can maybe dethrone Joey and uh you know be your champion but we will see i have a lot of guys ahead of me um bad news is doing good too he's not here on the show so i'm not gonna acknowledge that you
1: know, whatever. <laughs> no, no he doesn't it doesn't deserve it i guess
0: <laughs> no. and last but not least pro wrestling tees forward slash wrestle buzz buy the shirt support the brand we love it all right nick we got some topics so to you and got I a today. lot of them let's do it let's bro do it let's get into it first one uh elimination chamber 2023 it is the it is officially the highest grossing and most viewed chamber in the history of of the chamber there's been a good amount of chambers there's been a <laughs> lot of chambers and there's been some big ones in there yes there have been triple h goldberg sean michaels just name a few at the top of my head i'm sure the undertaker was in a couple of them it's just been a while um nick it was a great chamber and what i've loved about triple h's era and i want to hear your your, definitely your feedback. Is that he's made these quote-unquote B pay-per-views, must-watch pay-per-views. Now yes, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't make them go three plus hours. He gives you the amount of time that the story needs to be told, and he gives you meaningful matches. That's something we haven't had in a long time, which okay. which is why I think it's been the the highest-grossing and most viewed in history. So, Nick, the Chamber just took place last Saturday. A lot went on. How was the chamber for you, man?
1: Watching. It? I, I I enjoyed the chamber. I loved it, and it for all the all the numbers that it put up, it was all well deserved, right? So uh, just a kudos to Triple H and and his team for just coming up with these incredible storylines, but also allowing, you know, pushing these guys to be their best each and every time they go out to deliver their best performance, right? I mean, it's so hard to do, especially in today's era of wrestling, where they're demanded to do a lot of wrestling, multiple times a week. They got to perform at the highest levels, right? There's a lot more competition now than ever before, uh, you know, at least in a long period of time, right? Um, and he expects them to deliver their best, right? I mean, and and they expect to deliver their best for him and for the product, and they are certainly delivering in every phase of the game right now. It's actually really incredible.
0: It, it really is. It was a a top-notch show from the opening bout with the women's elimination chamber to finishing off that emotional match of Sami Zayn and Roman. <sighs> Nick, who was your MVP that night? I mean, a lot of people looking oh, at who, who re- what performance was it for you when you when you turned it off and you put your head on that pillow before you sucked your thumb and went to sleep. Who <laughs> left you saying, "My God, they're a star," or what? I a-
1: mean, I mean, how could you not go to Roman, right? I mean, that's the obvious choice there, obviously, right? At the end of the day, and Sammy, and even though in a losing effort was a hero. Um, there's no question about that, but for me, he had a small cameo. But Logan Paul, every time he steps in the ring, tells a story, makes you want to hate him, but shows how gifted he is as a performer, right? We're we're talking about a guy that's had less than a handful of matches on the big show, wrestling the top talent in the world and proving that he belongs. And I can guarantee you, when he steps in the ring with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, it will be a show stealing event that's must watch.
0: I I love it, man. Logan, it's just so crazy. Love him or hate him, right? You don't have to like the person. But you got to respect the
1: man's work in the ring, and he does his job, and he does it very well. For a guy that's, think about what he's capable of doing when he's more involved. Can tell a little better story with his acting and all his other stuff. But you can never question that man's desire to be really good and his ability to actually move in the ring. Man, the guy is an athletic specimen.
0: He really is. You can argue that the Paul brothers are huge disruptors in any industry that they step into, and that's kind of what they do, and that's how they make their money. And to be can't hate to on that, Logan right? At the end Paul, of the day, no. To be able to see Logan Paul make that sort of an impact and set up that dream match in my opinion with Seth he's Rollins. wrestling I Seth mean, Rollins at wrestling any game. match it's like fourth match with, ever right? with, Yeah, any opponent <laughs> wrestling Seth Rollins is is a dream opponent because of who Seth Rollins is so um his last two matches are
1: Roman it. Reigns and Seth Rollins right yeah I mean come on that's um, absolutely well, we'll absurd be. yeah well be. oh yeah um, but but you know what I mean like that's gonna be ridiculous yeah. ridiculous
0: what he did with Roman Reigns at in, in Saudi was, was top notch. And what I think he's going to do with Seth Rollins, which is great because they're very different opponents, right? They're on the upper echelon of wrestling opponents. I mean, wrestlers, but they're very different opponents. So I think it's going to be really fantastic. Absolutely. You know, for me, I thought the chamber was fantastic. I, 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 you saw a lot, right? We kind of knew going into it. Oscar's probably gonna be the one to take on Bianca Belair. Well-deserved to dark persona of Oscar finally being booked the way should she should be booked is, is fantastic. She's not going to be a big speaker on the, on the mic, right? We know that.
1: No, but she's, she speaks in the ring.
0: (laughs) She speaks in the ring. Her presentation is top notch. She was deserving of the win, you know, very, very, you know, very predictable. Sure. But I thought they got the whole point across
1: hundred percent. I agree.
0: You know, and I thought that I thought, man, Montez Ford Uh, is, he's going to be a star. He's a
1: star Uh, in the making.
0: Absolutely. I cannot wait to see what he's going to do. I thought he was a standout in the United States um, men's chamber match. And I absolutely loved, loved everything he did. And I I, I kind of- hope Off the top, off the top really. of the, the chamber was, was remarkable, dude. Crazy. He's an Thank athletic God freak. Me. Absolutely. so special. And I can't wait to see him get a true solo run. Nothing against Dawkins, but-
1: No, sometimes. listen, they'll always have time to, to run that back. And, you know, everything always comes full circle in WWE. But man, I mean, you just don't want to see him held back anymore, right? Every single time he's in the ring, something special happens or something- You feel like something special is bound to happen every time he steps through the ropes. And I can't wait to see what type of career path he can he can carve out.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really something. Um, he's got all the attributes to be a world champion, and I do hope one day we do see him hoist a title because he will definitely be deserving of it. But Chamber was a great time. Chamber was a really good pay per view. Um, it did a lot in the road to WrestleMania. It was the last stop, the last official you know live premium live event before WrestleMania. So I think it did what it had to do. And
1: um, what were your it. what were your thoughts on, on the main event, though? Right. I mean, the ultimate heel of all heels is what transpired in my eyes.
0: <laughs> I, I thought I, I mean, listen, I, I know Joey thought and Joey tries to do his whole thing in the group chat like, dude, Sammy, Montreal could win. You know, <laughs> they can do the reverse. screw job. <laughs> and really
1: no, can, no, of course. I, I knew he wasn't going to win. But you know what? Um, it didn't stop you from pulling for him. Right. And there um, were a couple of opportunities. There uh, was like, maybe, maybe, you know, but that's, but that's that's what perfect storytelling is right at the end of the day.
0: You took the words out of my mouth. That's that's what it is. It's it's storytelling at its finest. And it's why we kind of love wrestling the way that we, we always come back. Absolutely. Even with all the moments that make us scratch our head and say, What are you doing? And <laughs> you can close a show with this emotional match of Roman and Sammy in his hometown and what it was, and it's still pushing the narrative forward of what WrestleMania is going to be for storytelling, is top notch. Sami Zayn is a star now and He's being, you know, being treated as such. He's being received as such by the fans. And it's just great to see that what Roman Reigns can still do to someone. And that's why losing isn't always the worst thing if it's done in a meaningful way.
1: I agree. I agree. And he got, listen, at the end of the day, he got his one over Huluva kick right in Roman's face. And yeah. the story continues until he hopefully one day has the opportunity to uh, slay the dragon, if you will.
0: Yeah. And I, it may not be him to do it. But, it may uh, not be. Definitely he definitely does have a part in this in this fantastic bloodline storyline that's been one of the best things we've seen in wrestling in recent history
1: and and i'm starting to believe out, outside of uh austin and McMahon, i think this could be the, probably the second greatest story told of all time and that's that that's is, a big praise a big praise
0: that is lofty and bold and that for someone who was not on the same Zayn bandwagon <laughs> no i, uh, I appreciate I that he was able to win you over by his storytelling and that's why it's you know so held in high regard right now all right, next topic we got, Nick. Um, King of the Ring, King and Queen of the Ring are back. So supposedly yes. right now, the conversation is that we're going to have two pay-per-views post-WrestleMania in May, which that's kind of a lot. Um, and yeah. I, I hope they somehow find a way to kind of push both of them a little bit further apart, because you're going to have backlash after WrestleMania, which will probably revisit a couple storylines, which we were, of we're very much used to. A lot, a lot of the run gonna, back, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then we're going to have King of the Ring. Which, you know, as young as younger wrestling fans back in like the nineties, we used to love King of the Ring because it was a pay-per-view where it was a tournament style, which is always so much fun as wrestling fans, to decide the king and queen of the ring. Now, last time the king and queen of the ring, if you remember Nick, if I can remind you, was Baron Corbin and Zelina Vega. Now wow. that has been again, a while. A lot of, a lot has changed since then. <laughs> a lot has changed. And to be quite honest, no disrespect to either of those performers. They're not king and queen of the ring right now nah. nah.
1: it became a very watered down um oh well, i'm thing so sorry end, you know I mean? let me
0: try that again i i had a i had a wrong note it was xavier woods was the most recent count.
1: oh that's right I that's bet. right yeah king bet. woods <laughs> i had my note
0: here king woods i my yeah. apologies but still it just i love xavier woods you know i really really do but i don't know if it catapulted him more than he needed to because he was already kind of an established star he was
1: already, he was already a made man regardless of
0: ever having single single individual accolades it's xavier woods is a household name already
1: um but i i don't the point of the king of the ring though is to showcase your big up-and-coming star that's going to get the real push or someone that's already established and just proves that he's the best in the world i mean that was the point of the king of the ring back in the day
0: right exactly so with that being said um the tournaments will be take place on well, actually I'm I'm pretty sure most of the matches will take place on the actual pay-per-view and we will crown them for that titled pay-per-view, which is great. So I love Triple H paying honor to a a A, pay-per-view a Real pay-per-view view that was one that special. Was, yeah. Right. And didn't do some sort of TV crap where you gotta watch Raw and SmackDown for six weeks yeah. and then they you get can to watch get this to one the final finale here. At the, at the pay-per-view, right. I need to get invested from the start. I need to be able to start the night and end the night knowing these are the these are the participants and these are your these are your king and queen. You gotta earn the king or the queen. Right. So with that said, Nick, um, I know it's kind of hard because we have WrestleMania right now. We're kind of we don't want to forecast too much forward, but if you had to give a king of the ring with what you see right now with the landscape, who's someone that you think could deserve it or who you think is someone that's gonna win it?
1: Oh, geez, that's a that's a great, great question. Um, if you're asking me right now, I, I'd say Montez Ford should be the guy. Um, I don't know if you, I mean, great choice. You could even, choice. Make, you could even make choice. It, you, you could even make the case that uh, although he's on an incredible run and uh, he's got the Intercontinental title, Gunther running through guys again and to solidify himself as a main event player for a title shot is not far off. You got a Drew McIntyre that's well deserved. Uh, even Sheamus, right, who might be on one of his last hurrahs. So I yeah. mean, there's pl- plenty of options you should go, but to me, it would be Montez, no questions asked.
0: I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, personally, I was thinking Gunther, but when you said Montez Ford, I'm like, that makes way too much sense. That he's the amazing. one
1: who he's the what one a, that now the most the talent. Stardom. But he would be the one, right? That he hasn't
0: got a title or anything
1: like that. But if he breaks away from Dawkins over the next couple of months, he's the guy that goes on a single and in his first statement is winning King of the Ring. Doesn't need the title. Yeah. You're the King of the Ring.
0: Uh, yeah, That's well well said. Now, Queen of the Ring could be a little bit harder. Right. Yes. So think of, think of the women right now. Okay. So I'm going to give you both WrestleMania matches so you can have them in your mind as a reminder. So we have Charlotte taking on Rhea Ripley. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have Oscar taking on Bianca Belair. So I think you could probably minus those four women out of potentially this tournament. But if you minus them, you still have the Becky Lynch's, the Bailey's, um, you know, the Liv Morgan's, the Raquel Rodriguez's of the world potentially returning uh, um alexa bliss who knows yeah yeah i mean
1: she's someone that could that could honestly use a little bit more clout i mean she had a nice little run there up you know going against bianca there pre pre all this stuff but you know she's kind of been lost in the sauce for a while she was away for a long time and then she got involved with the brace stuff which usually leads to nothing um so you know i don't know but i could also i wouldn't be surprised if you see a call up at some point too to to solidify their mark on the uh the queen of the ring to be honest
0: yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, we we could see one of the NXT girls because there's a lot of talent out there's there. There's a lot of them, right? Why that? Why the hell not include the NXT uh, superstars? They don't,
1: they don't, right? They don't. They don't really have the opportunity to, you know, like like the men do with multiple titles, right? To get a little cloud, to get a little different edge of a push. Sometimes you have a young stud come up, they ease their way in and all of a sudden, boom, that's that's their intercontinental title right there. You know, I mean, you're the next one in line.
0: It could be. It definitely could be. Um, If I had a vote, uh, it's hard, man. Like, you know, I I immediately think of Becky Lynch, but it's like Becky doesn't need to win the Queen. She needs nothing. She needs nothing. I I think she could take participate in it. I think she could be someone to like really have a good match and maybe let that person that heel get over and like really sneak one by like maybe Uh Bailey for argument's sake. Right.
1: Ba- uh, to, um, me, ba- to me to me Bailey she the ring either. No, she doesn't, but I think it fits Bailey's persona, right? She's come a little bit close here in the title picture, but got, got shot down. Um her group uh damage controls kind of lost a little bit of luster here lately, right? Well, I think the code is hurt. I think she's
0: actually legitimately. Oh, hurt. Is, is
1: that is that is that the case okay, I see her, see, her, I, I see I see her with the crutch.
0: That. So I think that she might actually be hurt and they're trying to like kind of like buy her as much time, possibly. Okay, that is that's fair. Um, but if you
1: told me of, of like the regulars that you would see to me, Bailey would make the most sense. But uh, if you're asking me here, I would rather see one of the young up and coming ones that are going to hit the hit the main roster and hit it hard because yeah. they, they kind of need a little bit of infusion because they are cycling the same four, five, six females over
0: and over again. Yeah, I'd love to see Raquel and I'd like to see Raquel turn heel. Raquel's like. fair. Yeah. I I mean, her best work was back. when
1: she was when she was heel and dominating oh, everything. Was big
0: mommy. Cool. So I really yeah, hope she, she was get the get real deal. back um, in some form or fashion. Uh Nick, next topics one might hurt you a little bit because I know we're talking about edge and you're not a big edge head, but that's okay. Um Austin Theory took on edge in the main event on Raw for the United States. And that
1: was awesome, by the way. That was First cool. First
0: of all, holy shit, what a yeah, match.
1: That Dude, was cool. Austin
0: Theory is the guy. Like we, we've been saying it for a long time. Early we, on the podcast, yeah. we compared Theory to Cena and we compared Riddle to like Orton for the future. But mm-hmm. Theory is here and he is the guy. He has what arrived, a match so. that was, Nick! Right? Tell me about <laughs> watching that match for you on Monday Night Raw, closing out the show in Ottawa.
1: Well, I mean, it was awesome, right? Because I mean, you have a hometown guy going against a champ, who's a very arrogant young man, right? All the skills in the world, but he's hated across the board. Um, you know, people didn't like his early push that he got, and some thought it was premature. But uh, I think if if you're a wrestling fan, I think he's proved those doubters wrong. At the end of the day, this the guy's the real deal. Um, and listen, Edge Edge came close, but at the end of the day the theory, theory made his point and uh hopefully uh you know he gets his his wish and that's john cena at wrestlemania
0: i mean i think that's probably the last match he needs to be like truly taken as seriously as seriously as he's going to get right he has had a significant run since dropping that briefcase having those moments with bobby lashley
1: Rollins, the, i mean forget it and
0: and and now winning the chamber as he did in the heelish faction uh, fashion excuse me and 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 wrestling edge on on raw in the main event and beating and him in his home that <laughs> good i mean he looks so good. oh yeah theory is a guy he's a main event player and if you're power ranking him he's got to be in the top three or four on on raw and if not in in all of in ww at this point on what he's yeah doing.
1: he's 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 in the top five there's no question and the sky's the limit uh for his ability um uh, but i will say and as much as i respect edge's body of resume um his body of work his incredible incredible resume many times world champion i'm a little a little sick and tired of him and and uh, judgment day it's 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 well, enough
0: now i think i think you're going to finally get the finality of that at wrestlemania and they're going to finally go their separate ways because edge said that this is his final year so i think that one of the biggest things if you can remember back nick um you know go back and see archives when edge won the royal rumble And he was choosing who he was going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Finn Balor was the NXT champion. If you think back, it was his second second Yeah, I do remember that, yes. So I think that this storytelling plays all the way back to that. And the finality of this match, which could have been at WrestleMania for the NXT championship, will take place at this WrestleMania in about five weeks or so. So I know it does feel like it's kind of dragged on a lot, and you can kind of feel that. But um, just know that I think that this is what they've been trying to book towards, and oh, for sure. Towards.
1: And they, listen, they've they've made it interesting, you know what I mean with with the ta- with the tag matches and stuff like that to kind of to kind of keep it going. But
0: they've been trying it, to hold out this match. They needed this yes, match for, for me. Sure. That's the problem, you know. That's why I could feel long.
1: Maybe, maybe they shouldn't have started it so early. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was a lot that goes into it. And think about it. I mean, Edge missed a lot of time too for a while there. So when if you factor that in here, like this would have been kept going on the whole time if he was still there. Is a question i you know that's that's a that's a pretty tall order, but at the end of the well, day, when those two are in the ring, though, you, we will get a special match. There's no question yeah. about it.
0: Thankfully, Edge is a part timer, right? So that's kind of why you get like these little these little breaks in any of his matches. And right. he's
1: earned that. He's earned that, right? Yeah. There's
0: no question about it. So um, it'll definitely be good to see. Hopefully, Edge have his finish at Mania against Finn Balor, which I don't think is, it's not been officially announced, but we kind of see the writing on the wall. Yeah, agreed. Um, next topic, Nick um, is NXT building towards your boy um waller taking on hbk no HBK uh, can't wrestle. no no someone's gonna I mean, step up in hbk's place <laughs> you would think so you would think grayson so. grayson versus hbk is not a match i want to see but i do love grayson versus the authority like feeling like he's been cheated yeah at, that's, that's fun that is fun that's always that's always been a, a popular storyline that you can
1: always revisit when you change the parts um yeah. grayson waller though man uh One, I think he's funny as hell and man, he, he plays the arrogant heel very, very well, man. He's just, I think, I think he's got a very bright future.
0: He definitely does. It's so funny, right? So I'm watching NXT and I'm watching the finish because Braun Breaker took on, um, Ah, uh, Jinder Mahal in the in the uh, in the main event and he won. And then you start seeing like something happen. Like, hey, if you're watching this on Peacock, like someone's taking over the, the broadcast, which I thought was a, <laughs> a little corny because like, yo, we're watching this on USA. This is not Peacock. We're yeah, not yeah. the WWE network. So I'm like, what what are what are we doing here? But I get what they're trying to do, right? Trying to take it over. But I'm just so curious on like who will be HBK's proxy, right? Who is gonna wrestle Grayson Waller at Stand and Deliver? Right. Cause that's what you got to figure it's going to be, right? Grayson Waller will have a meaningful feud at stand and deliver. Yes, somehow will. Somehow facing the authority, but it cannot be HBK. It can't. Uh, I mean, he's he's promised that he's done, done. Right. So yeah, he has to be done, done.
1: Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't envision him getting the ring at this time. Was, listen, if he's turned down massive dollars to wrestle guys like AJ Styles, I just can't envision him getting in the ring with Grayson Waller. I could see him taking a shot from Grayson Waller. Sure. Um, no question about it. But I like just lay I him just, out in the
0: back, right, right. right. There's yeah, yeah, some, but, yeah. I,
1: but there's just no way I could see HBK getting in the ring for Grayson. And if he does, um, I will say that the, what he thinks of Grayson Waller as a as a wrestler and a character will speak volumes if he decides to step in the ring for that.
0: I think from a respect factor, you're absolutely right. Right, like if if he does actually step into the ring with Grayson, it's like oh my god. Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, come uh, on, right? I mean, all the dream matches that kind of went away because HBK didn't want to do it. Now, all of a sudden, he would. It's a yeah. pretty. It would be a pretty amazing ballsy move. But I, I he's going to have someone on his behalf, and it's just going to be very exciting to see who it might be.
0: I know. That, that's what I can't wait. I can't even predict it. Like, I no, this somebody will get the roster, and who, <laughs> who, who would be the face for HBK, or or, right?
1: who, or who's going to get, or who's going to get that gigantic push? I mean, that's just a, that tells a big yeah. story.
0: It does. So interesting to see. Um, but we are definitely building towards a feud of Waller versus the authority in some form or fashion. I think it's fantastic. We we will see. (laughs) So last night on SmackDown, interesting next topic, um, Firefly Funhouse. Okay. It came back. Now I know Joey and Tommy and a lot of people eat this up and I, and I, listen, I enjoy different, different things, right? I I Mm -hmm. want the product and the show to be as best as it can because then we, as the consumers enjoy it, but I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't get it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was creative, but I didn't get it. But what I did take away from it was, I think that either it's going to be a one-on-one match with Bray and Bobby, or it will be a triple threat match with Bray, Bobby, and Brock at WrestleMania. That's what I took away from it. Nick. I don't know if you took the same away from it or if you have any sort of input, but that's kind of what I took away from it. I thought it was interesting. I'm sure Joey would elaborately you know, articulate this beautiful response that it was <laughs> – Speaking well, of metaphors and well, all he's, these he's things, he's always
1: he's always running cover for his boy. So right, <laughs> I accept so, that
0: the best. All all jokes aside, Joey and everyone who you know, obviously you know Bray stands out there. Obviously, you know we, we do support Bray at the channel. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't get it, but that's kind of what I took away from it. What did you take away, uh, to, or what uh, could you have b- taken? B-
1: before 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 I even get into that, I will say that I, I think Bray is a creative genius all right at the end of the day. I mean I've said it before but I mean the man is is mentally gifted in in his presentation what he's trying to accomplish in the ring I think he's always been significantly underrated I thought he has one of the greatest finishers of all time um I think he tells a great story in the ring when he's healthy um I love him and his character there's no question about it and this stuff is very unique it makes you think it gives you all these different avenues and possibilities right it's, it's the his gimmick is part of is make, leaving you on the edge of your seat. What can he do? What he, might he do next? But there does come a point now, you know, all this time doing these things. And again, like, I think it's cool and I like it, but it never seems to lead to anything. And that's what becomes frustrating to the casual fan, right? The people who used to love Bray, the people who like Bray, who, people who believe in Bray. It's hard to rally around something when you never see it paid off. And oh, well, I you think, think that
0: never see a paid off. What are you looking for? Exactly.
1: I'm looking for him to f- physically do something like go after, beat somebody in a match, have a real feud where you're actually beating someone, right. Or winning, I mean, winning a title is not always the ultimate, the ultimate payoff there, but like he created the fiends. He got smashed by Randy Orton in, in one of his biggest matches and was dead and buried done. Right. Now I understand it was a different person in charge of that and all that stuff, but like, it's always under delivered. Always with him in, in that in that aspect who is uncle howdy why are we waiting so long to figure this out all these characters he has and all his vignettes and all that just never come they just pop up at a random segment in the blue and just run a bunch of gibberish and nothing is out of it nothing
0: i guess to try to give you the other side of the spectrum to try to represent joey and tom the best way i possibly could is i think that as as joey said in our group text and stuff like that, i know it's a I a slow i know uncle it's ha- a
1: slow burn howdy character i get it
0: Right. Well, no, I don't think it's a, I don't think it means it's a slow burn, but I think what Joey would kind of say about the Uncle Howdy character is that it doesn't need to be someone to be revealed because they're potentially part of a bigger storyline that Bray is the character, like he is the main person, and Uncle Howdy is just someone that's involved in the storyline. If I had to just think about what Joey would say. Right. No, um, and that's, know, fair. He, did, that's fair. he did get the win over LA Knight at Royal Rumble. Now the match we can argue was definitely not it was terrible. You know, the match it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but been. it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, it was hard when a lot of the big moments and spots took place in a dark crowd that unless you were on television, you know, we wouldn't be able to see. Right. Cause our boy Gurge Brooms is on the ground. Right. He was yeah, there. He was on the ground. ground. And he said that from his section, you couldn't see anything. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty it's hard when you do that. So it's almost like it makes you want to think like, maybe they should have had a cinematic match. Right, they should have had just a legitimate. Those seem to uh, always go done. over well, right? When cinematic match, s- right? Something similar to what AJ and Undertaker did, which was, oh my God, the reception and the and and what was done in that match was one of the best things we've seen in wrestling in in, in period. Hundred um, percent. A lot of people would argue. A lot of people would. I'm not saying everyone I would, it. but a lot of people
1: would.
0: <laughs> um, so maybe that would have been the better way to get that over. If you're, if because Bray, Bray is such a cinematic character. Yes. Um, I hear what you're saying totally. I, I totally get it, right. It's just it's just frustrating because
1: um, you like you 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 know what he's capable of doing and you just feel like you just want more. and I just feel like you're always it's always waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, you know what I mean? And at some point, people get tired of waiting. maybe not so much us right at the end of the day, but the casual fan is I, I've talked to a lot of you know a lot of different wrestling fans and people I interact with that you know sports card shows and all this stuff and all these wrestling fans. and you see these comments online. And they all hammer this stuff, hammer it. And I'm not saying that's that's um, they're right or they're wrong or whatever. But when you see such a large portion of people who watch the product, who spend tons of money into the product, um, become unhappy with it, and you feel bad. You know, and and it's not to take away from his creative, uh, incredible genius. But at some point, you want to see results at the end of the day, right? I mean, that's like anybody else.
0: I th- and, and I totally hear that. And I think what sometimes doesn't do favor to Bray is the track record, right? That's what now, I mean. You, you feel you've you been burned so many times. Right. So it's kind of hard to kind of build that goodwill and that faith with maybe not as much Bray stands as, like I said, just for, you know, because we're here on our, sh- our show, as Joey and Tom are, right? Joey and Tom ride for him. And I respect the hell out of it. And I want and to I'm, see I'm
1: okay with successful. that. When you have oh, no. And guy, I know you, you do, have too. guy, for sure.
0: But I think the track record doesn't help what we're seeing right now, potentially for the more of the casual Bray fan or the person That's what watching. I'm saying, Bray. Right. Because the, the
1: people feel like, you know, all this stuff that they're doing and, and they're not getting what they, what they feel like they want out of it. It starts to hurt the fact that, Oh wow, he's getting another spot, another time spot, another match of all this, all this stuff. And it's taking away from other stuff that potentially probably tell a better story for That's the, true. for the casual fan that wants to watch wrestling or, you know, to be invested in something else where they feel like there actually is a payoff there.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely intrigued because this is triple H's WrestleMania, his true it, WrestleMania. And it's
1: the first time triple H so has given, see. given
0: Bray the, the keys right. to his kingdom. And let's see where On it goes. The biggest show. On the biggest night. WrestleMania. WrestleMania
1: will tell a lot about the direction of Bray right. and what his future indicates, in my opinion.
0: And I think I'm and I'm going to love to hear your feedback after WrestleMania. We do this show after WrestleMania. We see whatever Bray's involvement is. I'd love to see what the feedback is. I think yeah. at that point, we'll tell you where Bray's true trajectory could be as a character.
1: I, I agree. And, and I think I speak a lot of this, too, a lot of times out of just frustration because of how much I actually like Bray and how cool I think everything that he does is. But you know me, man. I'm I at at, at times I wins wins and losses matter. Action I know you matters. love your wins and losses. And, and you and, are and, a sports and, and, guy, through and through and, 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 pro- and proving proving a point of whatever you know whatever storyline you're going to. There's got to be a finish. You got to have closure. And I just feel way way too often I don't get closure with Bray.
0: Okay, and that's fair. And that's storytelling. And I know you love storytelling more than anything. So I totally get that. Um definitely looking forward to seeing Bray's um I guess Bray's Road to WrestleMania and Yeah, it's good,
1: it should be an interesting one especially if he's going to and, and then speaking go back to the segment, right? It's it, he's got Lashley in his eyesight and I think I think that's perfect to be honest and uh Wait, I want to see what he does. I mean it doesn't get any bigger, right? That's a type of storyline that I can get behind and when you when you smash or beat a Bobby Lashley, now you're getting somewhere with me.
0: Yeah. No, I totally get it. Listen, we love, you know, I love LA Knight. You know that. Of course. But I get it. I get it. Bobby but LA Lash Knight just not got different.
1: squashed again the other night by someone that I think was his, Kofi, a
0: bit of, Kofi Kingston. But, I think he lost too. Yeah. Right?
1: Which again, I love Kofi. Kofi is one of my all time guys, but I know. I'm know i sorry. LA Knight deserves a little, a little bit more respect.
0: Well, I hope, I hope that he has, I mean, LA Knight, I mean, it's in his backyard, um, WrestleMania. So I do hope he has some involvement in the show. All right, next topic we got here. We had a big announcement this week, Tony Khan's big announcement. Now, I know, Nick, that makes you cringe, so I won't say his name too (laughs) many times. I think if I say it three times, like Bloody Mary, she'll. he 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 might appear appear in your room. (laughs) So let's not do that. But I will say, which I thought was kind of cool, is that he had a big announcement, and he wasn't the one to break the announcement. He gave it to one of his biggest stars, which is Adam Cole, to break the announcement. And that announcement, Nick, was that uh, AEW Dynamite, um, or AEW is going to have an all-access show for one hour after Dynamite, I don't know if it's going to be going forward. I don't know if it's going to be every episode or it's going to be, you know, whatever, but they're going to be a this all-access show. Right, I didn't get that out of it. I'm sure if I read a little bit more um, and I looked online more, I could probably figure that out, but we'll say that it's an all-access show, right? And what, what Adam did is that he said that what's going to be great about it is that you're going to get like a look behind the curtains. Now, I'm a big proponent of, I love to see the stuff that goes on behind the curtain that's not in the front, right? And even though it's all access, we know that it's partially scripted, right? Obviously, you know Every, everything say, Yo, Britt, is. For Adam, shows <laughs> a Saturday night at the house. Like we know yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to take place. No, we no, get no, no, that. no. <laughs> but it's going to be more a wrestling-related all-access show, and I love that stuff because that's stuff on the network that I used to love with WWE. So the yeah, fact that they did a good with job with a lot of that stuff. There are some really cool characters that are behind the scenes that I would love to see a little bit of their life, right? I want to see Adam Cole's recovery because there's a point, Nick, where. Adam Cole may have never wrestled again.
1: I know, which is a crazy right? scary thought, right? The world without Adam Cole and the wrestling universe is tough.
0: Dude, <laughs> and I'd love to see his road to recovery, the doctor's visits, the conversations in the back with the, you know, with the writers, with Tony, with all these people. Like Adam Cole, AEW needs Adam Cole to be as successful as they can be. He was one of their one big signings call, the to, to push this envelope, right? So I couldn't agree more. So seeing that all act is going to be interesting. Britt Baker, another fantastic character, right? Remember back, she was in NXT for a minute. Unfortunately, she didn't pan out there. It's I crazy, it's right? crazy to yeah. think. Yeah, crazy to think. But AEW saw something in her, and I know you hate to admit it. And look what it's done for her stardom. She's a yeah. she is a a global star, in my opinion. She is the best woman that they have on that roster.
1: See her in her dentist office, clean, cleaning right. some teeth, right? The,
0: See I think you in the waiting I, room, waiting to maybe be seen. Maybe I, you know, I, I we could, might I, see
1: that. <laughs> it's very possible. But like, 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 you alluded to before, right? It's always nice to see a little bit behind the curtain. Um, but sometimes being behind the curtain can 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 get a character over that might not have been over that needs to get over, right? Bingo. When you see Bingo. insight into into some of these guys' lives or how they prepare, what they talk about backstage, how they go about their business can really gravitate someone in their direction. And that could be even more impactful, especially for a company that really needs it more than anything else right now. They need their own creations, their own stars, and they need their own people to rally behind. Not a lot of the really poor booking that's gone on here. This can only help a lot of those characters. And I think it's a A plus move for them, considering they've been
0: fumbling left and right at the goal line lately. Well, I tell you that, you know, you know, watching Rampage's, you know, um, you know, I guess viewership weekly has been bad. Now it's oh. tough for them and I'm not making excuses. But when you go the third hour of wrestling after two hours of SmackDown, that is a lot, and that is hard on a Friday night. For sure. at 10 especially
1: especially when you're not, not watching, you're not wrestling. putting your a, your A plus efforts into that show either. Right. At the end of the day, you know what I mean.
0: I'll watch it Saturday morning when I'm making breakfast. Yes, I absolutely do. I'll watch it right before our show. Absolutely. But once but you get you the man. high
1: of Roman Roman Reigns closing out of SmackDown, you you can only go way Time to down after that.
0: Times go to bed. <Time's> <laughs> But I'm with you, Nick. I think this is really good. I love these kind of shows. Like I was saying before we opened up the conversation and, and you really hit on the head, right? The biggest point was this will help gravitate us as fans to people that we may have not because they don't get the opportunity in the ring. Correct. Which is, and that's the biggest thing that I think they need to try to really emphasize on and focus on, right? What a great way to start off with the Adam Cole, Britt Baker story, right? Or one or the other. Tremendous. Absolutely. I want to watch that, but then who is next? Who are we watching next? But that's think what about they need to be careful of and make sure that, they do the right that,
1: thing with. No, absolutely. But at the end of the day, no matter who they choose, if it's done right, you can make something out of it. You can make it productive for that particular character. Like, look at what Ricky Starks has done with a couple of tremendous programs now. He's one of the hottest things, I would love right to see That's it. what I'm saying. So, like, you know, think about MJF maybe when he's acting somewhat normal, right? If you get a little, a little different side behind the curtain with somebody like that, yeah. what the acclaim goes through or, you know, or Hook you oh, know, like yeah. on a normal day like that. like. I mean, they have, they have some different things that they can do and they have like a lot of characters there that I think behind the curtain could only do them wonders.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. And great. And those are, those would be all great episodes. All episodes. I would definitely. Tremendous. Watch. Absolutely. I agree. So I think it was a cool announcement. I think it's a good way to engage the fans and, and put more content out there. So let's see how that kind of comes out. Um, Again, I, I just finished up, you know, dynamite this morning before you and I jumped on the podcast. Um, they, Adam Cole didn't at least if he said it, I completely missed it, but I did not hear when this was going to debut, but they did say that the day it does debut, he will make his in-ring return as well. So it's going to be like a, a oh, double wow. so win. it's
1: going to be, so it's going to be soon. I would
0: expect it to be sooner rather than later. I would assume so too. Probably right before revolution. If I had a guess, that would make sense um, to hype it up.
1: Right. Right. So leading up to one of their big pay-per-views, big time, big time.
0: Now I want to see your excitement level, Nick, on this next topic, MJF, Brian Danielson. um. First of all, you shared something in the group chat this morning, which I didn't even know that MJF's fiance broke it off with him. Was oh, that, that was correct? that
1: was Tommy. That was Tommy. Yes, oh, Tommy. Yes. I thought you yes. broke that yeah, one. No,
0: because um, I thought it MJF and it had to be you. Um, but <laughs> you know, that's wild, dude. Now, of course, yeah. What Listen, what we I don't see want on screen and what we that's see that's off that, screen know. is very different.
1: Yes, agreed. But a, a man, you know, a man that's bringing uh, probably a, you know you would say a pretty traumatic event in his life. Now we don't know the specifics. I mean, anytime something like that happens. You sympathize with both parties, of course. But for some, for someone being willing to take something that could be very painful and hurtful and throw it into a storyline, and make it make a real life event into
0: something important, is is says a lot. Yeah, and and man, when he looked into that camera and he was telling, speaking to Brian Danielson's children, that Daddy's not going to come home. He's not gonna be able to pick you up. I'm going to punch <laughs> his face in. Like, Little
1: buddy's in trouble, man. He's not going to die. Dude, again,
0: that's that's some good <laughs> stuff, man. Because Brian is like Brian's not a very polarizing figure, right? He's a he's one of the best wrestlers we've seen in, the, in recent. No question, history.
1: one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, um, no doubt about it. it. But yes, know, he's he not had, as he polarizing, the, yes.
0: Right, he had so um, they do the yes movement that WrestleMania. I was there in attendance. Oh, I what never special, felt something louder. My body was shaking. Yeah, this it, it was the super uh, the Superdome was shaking.
1: He Daniel Bryan changed the wrestling forever with that with that movement in that time period yeah. and gave gave hope to not only wrestling storytelling that anyone could beat anybody but the fact that it gave regular sized normal people an opportunity to become stars believable um kudos to him for changing wrestling forever
0: yeah and i agreed and that was an amazing run but i will tell you man you know mjf really bringing that into the feud with brian was um, powerful was was really strong and powerful yeah and i tell you man it's brian from watching him in WWE, watching him on Total Divas or Total Bellas and stuff like that, because I, you know, I watch all the reality shit. Um, <laughs> you can tell he's a family guy. He's a quiet guy behind the scenes, you know, and all these kind of things. So I think, like, when you really lean in on the family element, that will get him hot. And that little, I know that obviously was a scripted few, like scripted punches. Of course, and they fight. they
1: okay that stuff before they go out there. You know what I mean? Of
0: course. But I tell you though, it feels. I mean, again, I'm working myself, but it felt real and good it was a great i think step towards revolution of getting that one hour match right because we can say right now brian is the 60 minute iron man of wrestling of any company he's been for a while (laughs) right and mjf is that weasley heel that always sneaks away but he's had the doll collar match with punk and he's had these other matches and feuds you know and, and moxley and all these great things so it's really cool to kind of see them both you know, kind of come on this, you know, collision path of this one hour Iron Man match coming up at Revolution that's gonna define MJF's title run, I think, going forward. Like no, no we question. Will it's, it's going define this, a, it's gonna define
1: gonna AEW, really, honestly, you really think about it, right? You're talking about one of the biggest signings ever, period. Not even just from an AEW standpoint. One of the biggest signings in wrestling histories is taking is getting a Daniel Bryan. There's no question about it. And then you match him up with with your guy, your top dog. Um, this, this can set a very, very important, uh, roadmap for this company and where it's going to lead to I'll tell you that right now,
0: big time, big time. So I'm very excited for revolution. It's in a couple of weeks. I believe it's on March 5th. Oh, actually that's next weekend. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. Next weekend. Holy crap. Look at the calendar. It's like, <laughs> wow. March. I d- oh, damn I yeah, it. It goes
1: March. February. Goes oh, oh, that's man, the, the mortgage do in a couple of days. All right.
0: Great. Now I'm, now I'm depressed. Um, <laughs> So that'll be coming up soon. But yeah, man, really, really great stuff. Um, the last topic that Joey left for us in our, you know, our producer notes, because you know, I am Ron Burgundy, is um <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay. Now, I know we spoke about a little bit in our group chat yesterday because Tommy opened up the conversation because he, he had he threw in there like his prediction of the card. Um, I know that we know a couple definitive things, right? Roman and Cody, Rhea and Charlotte, Asuka and Bianca. Um You know, I think those are the only definitive ones.
1: The only ones that are solidified, but there are a handful of matches now that I think that we're. It's pretty safe to say we're going to get.
0: So, with that being said, I think you and I alluded to in our earlier conversation. We're going to see Finn and Edge. Is what other couple of matches off the top of your mind based on where we are looking at WWE storyline telling at this moment of this episode? What do you see coming?
1: Uh, I think I think you're you're going to see clearly going to see Seth Rollins and and uh, Logan Paul. Um, yeah, yeah, I, th- that's I fair. think I think you're going to see Damage Control versus um Becky, Lita and a returning Trish Stratus. I think you're going to get a I 3 hope. on 3, which I think hope. would be really cool. Um I think you're going to get Bray and Bobby Lashley.
0: I I would love uh, that.
1: And I think you are certainly destined to get uh Ray and Dom Mysterio.
0: Thank you. When I tell you when that when Dom when Ray punches Dom in the face, that crowd is going to—it's
1: going to it's gonna go nuts. nuts. Yeah, it's that little be special. shit
0: needs his ass beat, <laughs> and I cannot wait for it. And I got to give a little bit of kudos of him kind of going toe to toe with Charlotte and pretty much Dom alluding to like you know I am Latino Heat. I'm like this big you know Casanova in the bedroom. Which like listen, let me tell you something. All right, I got a Spanish guy at home with a much deeper accent. Let me tell you that he is. You know, she went into it, and it was funny. Um, <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think I'm going to add one match to your side because I agree with all of your um, all of your matches to your predicted match to be, and it's going to be the Usos versus Sami and, and KO.
1: Oh yes, yes, that which is yeah. probably possibly going to be the second biggest match on the card. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it honestly could be, and and probably will be, just because of what the storyline, this bloodline storyline, what, what been, it's meant, right? to, what it's meant to wrestling for over a year now. Dude, Jay and him not knowing where he kind of aligns, right? Thinking back to when Jay and Roman were feuded, were feuding. KO has now wrestled Roman Reigns, I believe, twice at Royal Rumbles, two years in a row. This, this Sami Zayn thing going all this time, like it just there's so much behind this that that payoff needs to happen there, and and I can't wait for it to happen there. But I'm with you. I feel that like those are the matches. I think that if you notice on SmackDown last night, um, I haven't watched all of it, but oh, Cena see, and Cena Theory, Cena you know, Theory, another well, yeah. the big one. I think Cena Theory probably is going to happen. And if you watched SmackDown last night, Imperium took on um, Braun, Madcap, Moss, and Ricochet. But who was at the top of the uh, the ramp? Drew McIntyre. Yes. So, um, I mean, the bang that Sheamus and Gunther was, dude. Give me Drew. Give me Drew Gunther. Give me Drew Gunther. Oh man, how could you not? Oh, how could you not know want that?
1: And also, yeah. a little tidbit was, it, I believe MVP challenged Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania with almost.
0: Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. So-
1: I mean, I and guess we that's might ask- that would be real. I mean, I'd be just a little disappointed if that's all Brock gets. But at the end of the day, any Brock is still better than nothing. But right. I mean, for, for Brock to have to smash almost and embarrass him is like, I, I, don't, I don't really understand <laughs> the point of that.
0: Yeah, I don't get the almost thing. But I tell you this. He, uh, he's he got to go over. Right. Brock hasn't won a match. Like, I feel like he hasn't won like a legit match in a while. feels no, like, which is he, which again, he did fine, beat Bobby. I just don't remember when it was like I'm trying to think back when it was. Because like I guess the DQ it just was, happened. Well,
1: I think it was SummerSlam, wasn't it? Because I think Bobby won at Mania, right? And I think Brock got the next one.
0: No, well, no. I think they wrestled. I thought they wrestled in Saudi. Or maybe uh, it was Saudi, not SummerSlam. It's it's hard. I and mean, this is where this is where we need bad news because his the way his his beautiful Brock, works. Brock
1: happens. definitely won. He definitely won a match against Lashley after after
0: Mania because because Brock um,
1: Brock lost to Lashley at, at Mania and lost the title. But it was
0: it was it was a quick win. It was a quick win. Yeah, right? it was like one of like was- roll up wins. Um, but I do I do agree. I, I want if Brock is gonna take on almost, I want Brock to win. I hate almost. Oh, I hate of course. his character, no, Olmos,
1: Yeah, it's pretty he's, pretty, it's, he's the Jax of the men's division. It's pretty bad. Oh god. I yeah. Oh
0: god, <laughs> that name scares me, haunts me. i so it's, happy it's that we have seen on TV. I guess it was a yeah, it was a one-time, hopefully only night. Um, because oh god, she's the worst. So <laughs> that is some of the WrestleMania predictions that we kind of have. I think Nikki laid out some really good potential matches. Um, I try piggybacking on a couple of matches that I think would be kind of good, and it's going to be a great show, man. Uh, I think they got a lot to do between now and WrestleMania. We got to solidify a lot of feuds and some matches. And I cannot wait for it.
1: And it's too nice, that, right? So you know they're going to get their slots to make to make their uh,
0: stories be known. You damn right. With that being said, that is our episode, everybody. Episode one forty-five of the Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by the WrestleBus Podcast Network. Nick is the MVP time. Um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Go ahead, man. Go first. All right. MVP this week. Um, there was a lot of wrestling. I guess if you want to count Sunday, which I kind of do. Um it's hard I not to give it to I <laughs> want to give it to Montez Ford, man. And the reason why I want to give it to Montez Ford is because like you know, it's you can say Sami Zayn, you can say Roman Reigns, you can say Oscar, but those are always the, been the main event players right now. I know Sami Zayn's more of a newer main event player, but he's been in a main event storyline for a long time. Montez Ford has been on and off TV. He was hurt for some time this year. He's come back in some tag matches. They've lost the Street Profits. For him to win a chance to go into the Elimination Chamber and show out and show up like he did, mm-hmm. he had a fantastic star-building performance. Montez Ford, you are my MVP this week. Tremendous. <laughs>
1: uh i got i got two i got one from each one, one from each program
0: <laughs> okay so okay
1: I'm, I'm i'm gonna go with my man austin theory with a monster win over edge in his in his home country that was and yeah, and, that was and great him being on the trajectory to get john cena at wrestlemania i mean that he definitely is deserves just it
0: he definitely no deserves question it.
1: about it and and i think he's gonna get it and i think that type of uh that type of clout to get cena at this stage of the game to to come out of retirement pretty much to get his one off on the biggest stage of them all says, says a lot of what he believes in awesome theory. Um, yeah. and then on top of that, when you piggyback over to AEW and it's going to go to my man, Ricky Starks, who just come off. Oh, nice went off
0: of Chris. Dude, Jericho. And he got the, oh, and Jericho got the pen God. click over
1: and the little homage to you made the list. And for Ricky Starks to get another shot at Jericho and to potentially beat Chris Jericho in back-to-back matches. Not many can say they've done that. And uh, that's that's the direction Ricky Starks is heading to be the hottest thing going in AEW outside of MJF.
0: I mean, Nick, well said, man. And thank you for bringing up the pen click because it was fantastic <laughs> to listen to. I forgot to bring it up. And oh my God, dude, when he lifted that pen <laughs> in the air and everyone was going nuts, dude, and the, way he clicked it, the crowd went insane, dude, dude, only Chris Jericho can get a pen and click over. Oh, Chris, man. Jericho. Chris, Chris
1: Jericho has gotten some of the most ridiculous things over into literally the most popular thing in wrestling, man. The guy is an absolute legend. I know, you know, some people get a little sick and tired of the fact that he's a little older and still one of the main players in AW, but Ah, uh, the man's resume and his ability to get anything over is just remarkable. The career he's had truly puts him in, you know, in in the conversation to be a top ten of all time. That's how yeah. that's how his special Chris Jericho has been.
0: And to be fair to Jericho, man, you got to think about it from win loss standpoint. He's put a lot of people over, dude. He has, a he lot. has. I mean,
1: he, he's also put he's himself over factions, a little bit. Prob- probably some more factions than elevated would
0: stars. Like. Yeah, but you got to you got to win a little bit to still stay relevant. Of course, right? you can't well, just you put can... everyone over and lose every time. Then you're no, a jobber. Because at the end of the
1: day, if, if you don't get big wins over certain guys, at the end of the day, when you finally put someone else over, it doesn't mean as much, right? Until until you, you gotta have you gotta have some clout.
0: Of course. Even the greatest have to win still sometimes. <laughs> Always great MV great MVPs. This was episode one forty five of the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Nick, we made it. We did it took hundred and forty five episodes and we had one we had one where just you and I on the show a lot of fun it's very great special. conversation i appreciate it um and it was like a it was a monumental episode 145 man it's a lot it, of episodes it's a
1: big one i mean it's usually it's usually the three of us the, the other guy is on, on some type of leave of absence i
0: don't understand no, joey joey always is man it's weird <laughs> his face is the name of the brand you know we got to turn heel on that guy one day
1: uh, i had i I, ch- I had to check the payroll the other day to make sure he still worked here
0: yeah, well, you know, he does <laughs> give me the producer notes, to be fair. Um, but all jokes aside, this was episode 145 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. This was a great conversation. Um, again, social media is to plug them one more time. You can find us on, on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Zs, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at WrestleBuzz. We are the Wrestling Podcast Network. We are the Wrestling Journal Podcast. We have from the Top Road Podcast, we have Project Kayfabe. With all that being said, in the words of Joseph Crush, Everyone take care, stay safe, watch pro wrestling.